101. From Boston, Massachusetts to Adelaide, Australia, and everywhere in between, talking local and national sports and just about anything discussed in the tavern. Broadcasting from South Lyon, Michigan. Welcome to Easy Speak at Speakeasy 330 with your hosts, Rich and Tom. We are back. Welcome to the Easy Speak, Richard Jasper. Yeah, uh, we got a little bit of new technology going on here. We uh, uh, so we went from the iPhones. Now we actually have some decent cameras. Yeah, we'll see how that. So turns we're going to see how that uh, transpires. Uh, a lot easier setup this time. Less cords. And yeah, and I think we're going to have to um, we're going to make some changes uh, to the uh, to the set just to make it a little, <laughs> little make it a little bit easier on us. And uh, uh, we're all crammed onto this little. Uh, what is this about a three by three table? That's yeah, it's probably about that, like a little pub table. But yeah. uh but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna definitely change it up a little bit and we're gonna make sure that we uh getting things set up over here while we talk. But yeah, we're gonna um so yeah, it's cool. So uh new cameras. Um uh that was my uh, excuse and I'm sticking with it with the uh <laughs> with, with, the, with the slight delay. With uh oh no, not the slight delay, but uh you know, with our uh our friends at uh we're at the butchery. They wanted us to come out oh, and, uh, yes. you know, do a show. I said, well, I said, we got new cameras and I'm really not comfortable yet with the setup because mm-hmm. I didn't know how it was going to work out, but here we are. Yeah. We figured I mean, it out. We, we just kind of threw this together. Uh, what an hour ago when you got here and, uh, hopefully everybody out there, uh, enjoys the, uh, the more clarity. I don't, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but, uh, I, I think overall it should work I out mean, nicely. I believe me, I'm nowhere near <laughs> as good as this guy on the screen up here. Bobby Olson said, you got to teach Kevin that Kevin can figure Bobby! it out. Kevin can figure it out. And that's for damn sure. Um, I have all the faith in him that he can do that. Um, realistically, he's the one who launched us oh, for sure. into, into getting this and really, um, kind of bending his ear quite a bit making mm-hmm. sure that we bought the right equipment we got set up with the right uh microphones we have better microphones yep. now thanks to bobby because yep. bobby uh um bobby took care of us uh you know shout out to those guys they did facebook live on sunday morning nine oh. o'clock so i think that's going to be my new nine o'clock in the morning as oh, long okay. as i keep doing it but i enjoy be it. your new church your new church uh session yeah so it's kind of like a uh like a come to Come to Jesus, C O M E, hey, 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 down river, uh, down river style. But no, I mean, I, uh, I enjoyed it. They had a Look lot, of, they had a lot of people on there and stuff. Twelve hundred like views. Yeah, that's. Wow. I mean, that's uh, that is definitely fantastic to to get it out like that. And like I said, anybody, please go check them out. Yep. They're on Facebook. They're on Instagram. Kevin is starting to pick up his Twitter game a little bit. Ooh, um, it's but, a game changer. But yeah, but for sure. Uh, definitely and you know like i said i've been on a show these guys got to come out and uh and hang with us one yeah one one af- one afternoon one evening mm-hmm. i i don't know if uh, uh if uber is going to uh i don't think uber services out here uh well but those, from if, from down river to here but getting them back home that might be a little little bit on the dice here so. yeah but you know what though i got a uh um but what, what what I'll do is I will uh, make sure that we have appropriate arrangements for them to uh, <laughs> to sleep. That's for sure. So uh, Bobby says, uh, you want me to blow up the shares? So the reason why he got so many shares is so he went on. So when it when it launched, even Kevin, even, no, even Kevin sent me the the link. Link Kevin's like, you know, he sent me the text or whatever. 
and you click on it, it's like sign login or whatever. So I clicked or whatever and it came up and it said ad boy. I'm like, oh mm. I'm like, bitching. So and then you go scroll through the comments when they start going or whatever. And uh Kevin's sister says, Yeah, Bobby shared it to Down River and Friends. Oh. So he got a ton of hits. Oh, okay. You yeah. got a ton of hits for that. Hey, whatever Bobby, works. Hey, Bobby share away. It, it, it share away, you know, just yeah. I mean, hey, we we need some down river love for the easy speak for hey, sure. Well, hey, we've been getting some uh, we've been getting some down south, yes, home cooking, yes, QB, from from QB one, yeah, for sure, checking in. So, what we got today? Well, first and foremost, we want to congratulate the young lads from Taylor North, who became the first team since 1959. Ham track team. To win a little league world series that's so, great so kudos to those boys and taylor and um they fought hard uh, uh two to nothing lost against the kids from hawaii then i think they play a team from texas and just absolutely frog like curb stomped them i have to say yeah frog stomp. it was frog, what do you silver chair you think about silver chair right <laughs> yeah, now yeah, frog right, stomp. right right uh yeah they i mean i was 15 it, to 6 15 to they, 6 whoosh, they, they put it to them and but then you, I, you know i'm gonna tell you this right now so with watching all that, one thing that I took out of the World Series that I actually thought was really cool is Texas had a girl on their team. Yeah. And she was a hell of a catcher. Mm -hmm. She was a hell of a ball player. Yeah. So let me now let me tell you my experience with that. My youngest on his team that he played this like excuse me, the second team that he mm -hmm. played with this past year, they had a girl on the team. Kendall, yeah. She was awesome. Yeah. And then today I had to go to D bat down there in South Lion. I hate to name drop, but D bat <laughs> to uh to because I had to buy a, a bat because Jacob has to have a um so you know you go your is drop. it D bat the uh the enemy? No, not anymore. Oh, oh okay. Uh so the it goes drop ten, then it's drop eight last year. So one year a drop eight, and then drop five is for 14 U. But however, since he's high school, high school is BB core and you gotta be drop three. So I said, well, we're gonna swing a we're gonna swing a couple of bats and see how that works out for us. And um you gotta pay ten bucks to demo a bat. <laughs> so I paid ten bucks. But if you bought a bat, that ten bucks went towards the, the price of the bat. You use that bat that you demoed, or they just have a, a range of bats. Oh, I bought that, that I bought that demo bat because oh, okay. A it, it was, was cheaper. A it was two hundred dollars cheaper oh. than what it was normally. <laughs> uh, but he was mashing. Yeah absolutely mashing the ball had his first practice today was a new team cool not nervous no nothing good you come out and he's got all of his old team stuff i'm like dude take that off i'm like you cannot go to your new team wearing all your old team stuff take it off yeah but no it was cool so maybe maybe not i mean we're we're hoping but uh our next show that we do it's not gonna be this weekend because obviously you're gonna be going out of town to rock mm -hmm. yes sir to go see six dust is that what it's called uh that would be qb1 Seven, uh, dust, right? seven dust yes they're one of many bands yeah friday night 655 so yeah so you're going to be doing that um so it'll probably be the following week maybe midweek or something like that but we might have to wait till the weekend because school starts up mm -hmm. but however we might have one of the champions one of the the, the big names one, from that one team. of the one of the big names from that team yep. join the show with his dad and uh, talk about baseball and maybe get an insight on what his experience was but again it's speculation. Mm -hmm. We might get him on. We might not get him yep. on. It all depends. So next week, keep an eye out yeah, for that show. That, that would be a lot of fun for sure. But moving on, we are coming into the start of the Big Ten 
football season. It started actually last Saturday with a uh, a barn burner between Nebraska and the fighting, as Christina calls them, Illinini. Uh, with um, no surprise, Scott Frost being a big fraud uh, coming off with the loss. But uh, Michigan kicks off this week. Who's, against... a, big, who's a bigger fraud, Scott Frost or uh, uh, Jimmy Harbaugh, Gecky Man? Right now, I'm I'm gonna say Frost by. Uh, uh, I'm thinking of a a, a punchline here. I um, hear you. Uh, by a um, pube hair. Yeah, right. Frost by uh, a uh, by just a bite. A just hair. just a bite. You can say yeah, that. yeah. Um, because and I mean it, it's same can be said for hardballs. Um, <laughs> Hard what he did for Stanford and then the the 49ers. These nuts. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Put Got put Stanford <laughs> put Stanford back on the map, and he's come here and done absolutely nothing. But Frost put Central Florida. You know, I mean, put took him to a bowl game, and the, they they pulled him out of the ashes. And and he's you 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 thought just like Harbaugh here, you thought it was a match made in heaven. To quote Lee Corso, "Not so fast." Yeah, not well, happening. <laughs> well, you know, as always, the you know we spent some time on the show. We spent a time on with the three hours over at uh, River City Media, mm -hmm. uh, talking about you know Big Ten. Big Ten for us is big up here. Sure, but I will tell you right now that uh, uh, the Buccaneers are going to be good. However, let's say something. The here. Buccaneers, not the, the Buckeyes. The Buckeyes yeah. will be good. But let me tell you something. What? Uh, Coach Day said in an interview during the Little League World Series about beating the team up north. That dude can kiss. Yeah, he's my uh, ass. He's he's um, I don't know. I think he's a little cocky, but it's 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 a little different from what we're used to for Ohio State coaches. But yeah, he's definitely um cocky. Made his comments about putting up a hundred on Michigan. But you know what? Whatever. I mean. Until someone can dethrone him and uh, they, let him play once, I guess he's he's deserved that. Yeah, we got a. He's still an asshole. We got a comment here from a a. a uh, it, I'm looking at the messenger here, and it it's got to be coming from down in Tennessee, down yeah. yonder. Yeah, that Joe Milton won the quarter. Yeah, and he did. He single handedly, convincingly won that. Yeah, you know, and he, you know, he was a good quarterback at Michigan. Mm -hmm. But it's that was not the system. No, he's not fit for that system. No, he is a guy who can get out of the pocket. He can move. He can run. He can kill you with his feet. Yeah, his accuracy is suspect at times. But he's a he's a great quarterback. Well, last year it, when it all was all said and done, he said he had a shoulder. Which I mean, anybody that has a shoulder issue, you're not going to be able to throw the ball. And he, you know, and I think earlier on in the season, I, I made a comment like. He's airmailing guy. I mean, he's not even close, and he and he looked completely lost. You know, hindsight, it was a shoulder which really hindered him. But I do want to um, make a comment really quick from Marion County. There, yes, uh, Jelly Roll, uh, definitely looking forward to uh, hearing hearing him. Uh, QB one recommended them, uh, and they will be on the Rocklahoma bill. I would like to know whose Facebook name is Marion County Messenger com. Well, I like that. Yeah, he's well, he might be a messenger for Marion County. And we appreciate that he's watching. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, we really <laughs> I mean, and that's the thing is like so, you know, when we first started this out, you know, we were like, hey, we're gonna we're 
we're going to be local, mm-hmm. you know, but you know, the, uh, over the last year, we'll say we're getting, we're getting close to being a year doing yeah. this. Um, we've had some pretty, uh, well, we've met some good people, pretty good re- outreach. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twitter's been fantastic. Yes. When it's come to that. So that's cool. Yeah. And we, we definitely look forward to, uh, being broadcast in sec country. So, you know, everyone down there it's, so it's sec uh god and um uh, bo jangles and and, and, and lawnmower racing <laughs> yeah so and lawnmower it, racing. it'll be nice to hear uh i love it i uh, love it comments from the sec land and um you know give us some shit we'll give you some shit and uh it'll be good lots of good times want to say what's up to mr andrew latin for checking in with oh, us yeah. with a uh with it with a go bucks well you know what there's one there's one There's in, one every, in crowd. every crowd, yeah, you know, yeah. what are you going to do? But yeah, state opens up against <clears throat> Northwestern Friday night. Um, uh, that'll be a nice, nice game. Uh, I think uh, Fitzpatrick is going to, um, that's his coach for Northwestern, right? I can't, his name escapes me. Uh, they're, I think so. I think they're going to, um, it'll be a big Fitz, test. Fitzgerald? Fitzgerald, that's it. It's Fitzgerald. I knew it was Fitz something. Uh, that's the uh, football team quarterback. Uh, NFC East champs, uh, 2021, by the way. Um, Are you talking about the uh, <laughs> football team of Washington? Yes, yes, yes. Um, but it's going to be a big test right out the gate for Michigan State. Uh, that rhymed, by the way. Uh, coming out against Northwestern, who who uh, has been the West representative in the Big Ten Championship um, the last couple years. So that'll be a nice little test. Um, this could be a good game. Uh, Andrew Latin's uh fighting nuts uh opening up against the gophers of minnesota and uh, yeah yep there's they're uh hairless they're hairless by the way and uh so that'll be a good little test we'll see if minnesota and um oh geez man what is their coach who is their coach for who minnesota oh uh row the boat um fuck jesus christ wow I'm drawing well, a I blank. Mean, at Western Michigan. Yeah. Yep. God, what the fuck's his name? Yeah. Yeah. PJ Fleck. PJ Fleck. Yeah. Um, we'll see if PJ Fleck can get that team back to where they were two years ago. I mean, they were um, contention. They then got a a New Year's Day bowl game, and and they kind of fell flat last year. The the spark kind of fell out, and I think a lot of teams around the Big Ten figured them out. So it'll be interesting to see how he can recover. Uh, moving forward, um, here's a, the game, the Big Ten game of the weekend, in my opinion. Um, the Badgers of Wisconsin and the Penn State Nittany Lions. That's going to be a really good game. That, I mean, that's surprising that that's an opener. Yeah, and, and well, a lot of these. I mean, you, you have a mix of Big Ten versus Big Ten, and then, you know, you like Michigan plays Western. And so it's, it's interesting that a lot of these teams are opening up does that mean like mid-season they're gonna have uh off schedule games or or wonder why that is it might be but here's my thing is i've never been a big fan of the cupcake games like michigan playing western uh, no desire that's gonna be a cupcake game uh, and i'm and glad- we're gonna and we're gonna lose yeah it's a cupcake game <laughs> michigan's gonna lose because it wouldn't surprise me they, they are they're gonna lose it wouldn't surprise me no expectations this year whatsoever no the, my expectation is is jim hardball's gonna get fired because he's not gonna beat michigan state no and he's not gonna beat OSU. he's well no then he, he's not gonna get fired i i am i am convinced after getting a five-year extension for doing absolutely nothing here 
Um, he is just, he's got a job for life. Speaking of absolutely nothing, speaking of absolutely nothing, the Lions did absolutely <laughs> nothing in the preseason. But I'm not going to, uh, let's just say I'm not going to go and throw the towel in on them yet. Another another team, no expectations. Yeah. So you don't know what to expect. My expectations is they're going to win four games. After seeing what they got, I think four. I think four games is going to. They don't have wide receivers, uh, no. and they they don't. I mean, they really don't. They they traded for the uh, guy from Broncos. He was going to get released anyway. Yeah. Well, and they, they yeah, and they, and they gave up like a fifth round, mm -hmm. and, and they got another draft pick yeah. in, in the middle. Yeah. But they did pick up. Uh, Cordero Hodges from Cleveland, who was there. Was that today? Uh, they picked him up today, yep, uh, which he kind of raised some eyebrows down there in the preseason, um, was a victim of an absolutely loaded wide receiver room. So it'll be interesting. You'd be able to slot him in probably in the three or the four. Um, he made a really nice touchdown grab against Atlanta in the last preseason game where he, he went full extension in the corner of the end zone and, you, you like players like that, and, and Goff's going to need all the help he can get. Um, you know who really needs to have a breakout season this year? Cephas. He has to. Yeah, he 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 suffered from the dropsies last year. Um, I think he put a lot of pressure on himself and um, saw the bench because of it. So uh, by default, he's probably your number two, <laughs> maybe. Receiver next to Tyrell Williams, uh, uh, in in that group and the depth depth chart, which is kind of scary. But um, you know, he proved in college he was a four year starter and and he did really well. So he's got the ability, he's got the skill set. Can he put it all together on on Sundays? You know, it remains to be seen. He showed flashes last year, but then he also looked bad at times. So we'll see. You know what? I'm not surprised to see Giovanni Tavai. Oh, the Hawaiian Lion thank, thank is God. finally gone. You, <laughs> you have to know it's a bad pick, or you're really reaching into a barrel mm -hmm. when you draft a guy and they're like, "Yeah, we don't. He's not even on our. We pool? don't. We don't even have him. Yeah, we don't have him anywhere. Mm -hmm. We don't have film of him. Who is he again, dude? I'm telling you right now, rule of thumb: if there's anybody who is uh, in charge of drafting an NFL team, never, and I mean never, draft guys that play defense from Hawaii. Hawaii, Hawaii. because hey, they might win games, mm. sixty to fifty. Mm. They they'll win games, <laughs> they, sixty to fifty. They were on the field. Yeah, they for were there. sure. Yeah, and isn't it a coincidence who uh, snatched him up? Did the Patriots pick him up? Yes, sir. Really, uh, the old regime. Snatched him up. Wow. Uh, it's familiarity, and uh, let's not let's not hide the fact that um, there has been instances where Detroit Lion rejects had uh, rejuvenated their careers in, oh, in, no, in for New sure. England. So I no, hope not. Well, not only that, though <laughs> Pittsburgh, you know Jeff Harding, you know. Yeah, I mean, there's there's been a lot of lot of players that have left Detroit and had really nice careers and. I highly doubt that's going to be the case with Tavai, seeing that he never was around the ball ever, uh, and he was getting blown out usually every time he was on the field. It was it, it was kind of an embarrassment that he was even on the team for as long as he was. Look at the last couple of years. 
the second round picks the last couple of years. <laughs> I'm gonna say the last ten years. Ryan Broyles, Vic, well, vi- victim of injury. Well, that was that was a. I'm saying a few I'm, years uh, ago. Yeah, victim of injury. Yeah, she's Tabor. Uh, I mean, the list goes on and on. Yeah. And on. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but okay, second round. If the Lions been picking within the top ten, yeah, the, so they've had two picks within the first. 45, 45 picks, we'll mm-hmm. say 45 picks. That kind of gives them a mid-range. And you mean to tell me that you're going to go reach? Mm-hmm. And that's a reach. Yeah, it is. For scrubs. Sure. And, and, and at scrubs. The, the way the Lions have been, you know, the better part of the last 10 years, your second-round pick, uh, he better be a week one starter. Or if not, he better be impactful off the bench at some point. And and these guys have just, I mean, it, it's been it's been abysmal with their drafting. And and let's hope uh with Holmes and and bringing in John Dorsey uh will change that that uh mindset, the way they draft. Yeah, well, uh, we can look at it now. There's a lot of chatter right now that people are not impressed with Sewell. However, I'm gonna give him a break. I, yes, he didn't. He didn't play football. I'm gonna. Year. I'm going to compare him to Spencer Tor- Spencer Torkelson. Early on, I was very, very um, eh about Spencer Torkelson. He he did not impress me uh, early on, um, but boy, has that changed now that he's you know he's been promoted all the way up the AAA. The guy's gonna be up here next year. But anyways, Sewell just turned 20 years old. Hasn't played football since 2019. Um, I, I think he's going to be just fine. He just needs to get the speed going. And the only way that happens is him being on the field. And he's got all the intangibles. Uh, some pundit said that was the pick of the draft. I, and I don't think after a, 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 a so-so preseason, we can just, you know, shit on the guy. Uh, well, let's see what happens. Uh, their offensive line is loaded but not very deep. Yeah, no, they have they have a they have good starters, but the next man up is suspect. Well, they, they at times they cut Terrell Crosby. Yep, but he cleared waivers, so he's back on the team. He's he's on their like IL. So, um, but that was a surprise cut. He was he was a fan favorite. Uh, he really uh, uh, embodied the city. Really took to it real well. So that was kind of a surprise cut. Uh, the other cut that that I guess um based upon the pasta 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 There we go. Oh, we bet. Oh, we bet. Sorry. Mm. I think I hit a button. I think that's what happened. Live, live TV, folks. I, I think I hit a button. I'm not gonna lie to you. But anyway, go back. But any, okay. Perriman. So, so back to Perriman. Um, was the first free agent signing. He, he's been with. I think Detroit was his, his probably fifth or sixth team in four years. Uh, hit a lot of promise coming out of college. Um. And then coming here, where his his dad was a legend back in the early '90s, Brett Perriman, number uh, I believe he wore number eighty 
he was one of my favorite lions. Um, so you thought maybe, hey, this this could be a good situation for him. Never really caught on. Had some uh, hip injuries. Um, they they let him go. Chicago picks him up. So it'll be uh, two games that the Lions are going to face him. Um, and we're going to get haunted by him. <laughs> that's usually what happens. We will get haunted. That usually is what happens. But um, the most surprising thing for me was um, them cutting both of the kickers. However, they did pick up Austin Siebert from the Browns, who John Dorsey drafted when he was in Cleveland. Now, so. you, now you know why they did that, right? So the reason why they they dumped both kickers, A, probably because they stunk. Well, but Gonzalez didn't do shit in Cleveland. But, either. but I mean, but so they dumped them. They probably had guys that they wanted to keep. So here out of this, wanted to keep. But if you release them or if you put them on the IL before, mm-hmm. or, you know, it goes long term, you know, the long term. Yeah. You can't use them till like week 13. Yeah. So if you take them and you roster them, and then as soon as they get rostered, you put them on the IL, they're available after like four weeks, yeah, I think it's three or four, four weeks. Yeah. So when they get back, you can do whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. You know, by that time, yeah, by week four, you're going to have somebody that's going to be banged up anyways. You're sure. just going to play ring around the rosy and move them around. But here in in this town, the only uh, consistency is the kicker. Is the three? The kicker. There's been three kickers in my lifetime: Eddie Murray, Jason, Jason Hansen, Hansen, and um, Matt Prater. Prater, yeah, who now is in Arizona, I believe. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, Sad to say, their uh, their only consistency is their kicker. Um, but definitely players that I'm excited about this year is their their fourth round pick, Amon uh, Ross St. Brown, uh, who I call uh, DK Metcalf 2.0. Um, some say he was uh, one of the top five receivers coming out in the draft this year out of USC. Uh, he had, he really took to the offense, and I think he's got an ultimate chip on his shoulders for all the all the teams that kind of looked him, looked past him. Um, yeah, and then I think you and I both agree on this one. Fukuda just has to. Yeah. He has to. Last year he was banged up. Mm-hmm. However, I think they drafted him and tried to fit, fit him. Mm-hmm. Not not fit. But change his style of play right. and his mm-hmm. attributes. Well, you know they were fit, the smartest people in the room to fit, so. to fit their scheme, which wasn't it was not conducive to no. how he plays the game. Nope. So it'll be interesting to see working with Aaron Glenn, um, if he makes uh, a, a big improvement. I'm I'm rooting for the guy. I he showed a lot of promise in college. I I was not a fan of the pick. Um, coming out last year. Uh, it definitely was a need, but um, I didn't think he had enough in college. He only had one year that he actually showed anything, but we'll see. Uh, with an, with, a, with the, the right scheme, the right coaching staff, you never know. Uh, some but, good things could happen. I mean, but not only that, though, yeah, he had a great wet one year in college, mm-hmm. but do you think that he might have been the product of the talent that was surrounded around him? To where he, well, you know, well, he might it, not have been able to make those plays if that guy wasn't mm-hmm. doing that and that guy well, was doing that. There's certain positions down in Columbus that no matter who you put in, they're, uh, they're all American studs in that is corner. Uh, quarterback, running back, receiver, and corner. You can always guarantee that Ohio State is going to have a stud 
at that position. And, and yeah, I mean, he had an all American on the other side, which you take, uh, you take those opportunities for the quarterback out, you know, both ends are, you, you don't want to go up against them. So yeah, you're yeah. not going to get as many chances. So we'll see. I'm rooting for him. You see know what happens. The, you know who the biggest douchebag in the NFL is right now? Ezekiel Elliott. No, nope. <laughs> Urban Meyer. Oh man. Yeah. Urban Meyer. So reports come out saying that he, they may cut based, based on up. players who are not vaccinated. Mm -hmm. Well, that, and now, and now he disputes that fact. Well, of course he's going to. Because there's going to be a labor issue. Oh, yeah. That, the PA is going to come Yeah, something happened in the NFL yeah. PA. Like, wait, hold on. What happened? Uh, do oh, I yeah. think that was the case? Uh, I, I Absolutely. Do I think that was the case in New England with Cam Newton getting cut? Um, partially. I think in that situation, I think it was a mixture of Cam did not want the vaccine. Cam continues to get COVID. He's already had it twice. Um and they didn't want to be saddled with a situation where midseason, oh fuck, we need to we need to hey, get a quarterback. Hey, and Mac Jones is he, a I, way better quarterback than Cam Newton. Why wait? Exactly. Why wait? Yeah, just kind of like if if we learned anything last year with Justin Herbert. Yeah. Why wait? It and it took it took a rogue needle <laughs> in the Tyrod Taylor's <laughs> Long, lungs. Yeah. Uh, an hour and a half before kickoff of week one. If that wouldn't happen, Herbert might not be where he is today. No, but Mac Jones couldn't be in a better situation. Um, a pro pro style offense uh, that's conducive to his and, his and, and, and what he played set. in college. Absolutely. I mean, will he be the next Tom Brady? Uh, no one will ever be the next Tom Brady. Um, is he, uh, you know, prime for that that position, that job? Can he handle that that position, quarterback of the New England Patriots? Absolutely. I think when you come from a program ran by Nick Saban, um, I think that prepares you prepares you for a lot. Although Tua, though he he might be a bit of a prima donna. Um, reports out of Miami yeah, that he's um he's. They're not. Uh, he's included in. Yeah, they're not. They're not happy with. Yeah, and and he's kind of. He's kind of complaining because he, uh, not liking the the the, the situations. Uh, clearly, being pulled, he didn't like that. But, I mean, when you have a competent backup starter in in uh, Fitz Magic, if you're not performing, it's not your time. Yeah. But I did hear today that. You know, there's been all this speculation that that um, Houston and Miami are in, in talks together for a trade, potentially Deshaun Watson going to Miami. And uh, the word on the street is Houston doesn't want to. Uh, that is not part of the deal. How, I mean, I wouldn't want to so that is, uh, that is an interesting. He probably has some character flaws. Well, he I mean, probably has some character flaws. Well, I mean, nobody wants to. He with. got an ego early on as a freshman where he. You know, he basically took over for Jalen Hurt, took his job, and which you no, know, no question, he earned it. He he was amazing in college, but I think sometimes you put a kid in that position early on, and that inflates the ego a little bit, and uh, it could play with his characters. You know, later on in his career, so that could be the case. Yeah, pretty common came up here. Said Mac from uh, QB one. Who who should know quarterbacks? QB one. Let's go here. Quarterback. So, yeah. you know, Mac Jones is at Saban as a head coach. Uh, Sark is an OC, and now Bill Belichick system. Nobody has 
a better PhD in football yeah. success. I mean, that, that that's a slam dunk yeah. comment right there yeah, because, for sure. um, you know, in Cam Newton, all Cam Newton was, was a stop gap. Sure. He was a stop gap from when Brady left in, in, to, in, you know, they're like, Hey, we need to bide a year out. Right. We'll, you And, and we'll it took him long. In. It took him a while to resign him because, you know, I think, I think they knew coming in that, you know, they had their eye on Mac Jones. Um, they weren't really happy with his performance. What did he have? Eight touchdown passes last year. Yeah, but, he, um, yeah he was garbage. Um, but it's interesting. You don't hear any any uh, complaining from Cam Newton. So a part of me says that uh, this was a a, a planned. Oh yeah. Uh, um, uh, lease that you know give an opportunity. But I, I hear the Cowboys, which you know what I mean. That could be a system to where. You you put him behind um, Dak Prescott. They you know they're similar style quarterbacks as far as they uh, run the ball real well. And um, you know Cam used to have a big arm. You know Dak has a big arm, but um, I think that would be a, a a good fit for him. But other than that, I I really don't know. I I, I don't know if 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 his skill set says you know a lot of teams are going to come come knocking at his door and and he's been released for two years or days now and, and I haven't heard any teams looking to pick him up so I, i'd be surprised if you see him in the nfl yeah another so, comment from uh qb1 he said he stayed stayed put in the draft he got the quarterback that he wanted and while everybody else was mm -hmm. uh selling their souls yeah uh you know, he did for that pick. and all indications were like the niners the niners yeah. the niners gave up a lot well, to get Trey I, Lance, yeah, but I I think Lance is going to be a good. I think he is too. Yeah. Uh, although he does have a um a got little a, little bit of a crack in he's his got thumb. A, he's got a crack thumb, so they're gonna um they weren't sure of his uh, availability for week one. But it, so all indications are they're going to run a two quarterback set. Which how soon before Garoppolo says, "Get me the fuck out of here"? But how? But you know what though? They might have certain plays that are designed quarterback run plays. They're like, oh, "We'll let Trey do that." Jimmy Jimmy G's gonna be like, I don't feel like getting beat up like that. Yeah. Well, so, you know, that he, team's loaded, so he he might be like, hey, okay, yeah. no big deal. Well, so I mean, keeping in tune with football. So last week we started our segment up about fantasy. Yep, football. And uh, last week we talked about quarterbacks. Quarterbacks. This week we're gonna focus in on the ever elusive running backs, the money makers, the money makers, the the, the players, the guys, the guys that are blowing through the trenches. <laughs> yes, the the. The, the big money, usually the highest draft pick, the players that you want. The uh, players that have like a three-year, four-year mm -hmm. shelf life, yep. good shelf life yep. in the NFL. And uh, so this week, uh, starting with number five, uh, this is a this is a guy who he's got all the, the skill set, all the ability to be one of the best running backs in, in the NFL, and that's Aaron Jones from the, the Green Bay Packers. Um, number one. He doesn't have his backup Jamal Williams, so he's going to see a lot more time. Yep, he's getting the he's going to get the workload. Mm -hmm. There's going to be no he the the other guys might get some scrub time, mm -hmm. but the workload he's, is going to he's going to be the, the the premier back. Um, and and he kind of has all the skills, all the abilities. He can run it up the middle, um, catch the ball out of the backfield very well. Him and Williams last year were a hell of a, a tandem, but anytime Aaron Rodgers is part of your offense. Um, the way he plays the game, uh, there's never a play a lot like uh, uh, Mahomes. The play is never 
never, over never until over. it's over. Never to that whistle blows. Um, yep. And and he's a player that benefits from that for sure. Uh, so uh, at number five, Aaron Jones, definitely a worthwhile pick. Yeah, uh, so uh, again, this is a collaboration list that we got here. Number four, uh, Derrick Henry. Mm. I mean, what else is there to say about Derrick Henry? The fucking brick wall. <laughs> yeah, you know, and and here's the thing about Derrick Henry is is he kind of broke the um, broke the mold or the I'm gonna say mold, but more of the stigma behind Alabama, Alabama running backs. Back. Yeah, he has. Yeah. He, you know, and uh, you know everybody. Um, Everybody's hyped up about another guy. He's not on our list, but an honorable mention mm-hmm. rookie this year coming mm-hmm. out, Najee Harris. Yeah, well, he's he was in the top ten. He's in the top ten. I, I've seen him as high as eight, uh, seven, which uh, Mac Jones couldn't have asked for a better place to end up. Yeah, uh, for success at the running back position in Pittsburgh. Yeah, I mean they they have uh, consistently uh, put out winners at that position you know in, in my lifetime i can think of maybe that, that i can really recall watching you know obviously i'm not a huge steelers fan and mm-hmm. watch their games and everything like that wheelers but you know drone Bettis. yep he was one of them and then uh levy on bell levy on bell before he became a yeah you know sat out for a year and but but consistently they've had they've mm-hmm. th- their production out of the running back spot however one thing they've always built their team on is what building in the trenches. Yep. On the line. So they always build yep. the trenches. Mm-hmm. And so the only people that really benefit from that is your running back. Sure. Your wide receivers mm-hmm. and your quarterback. Yep. Ben Roethlisberger, big dude came out of a small college out of Miami, Miami, <laughs> Miami of Ohio, Ohio yeah. Miami of Ohio. Mm-hmm. You know, he comes out of there, you know, and now you're seeing this more often. You're seeing now like quarterbacks. I'm going to use the quarterbacks as for example, you're seeing quarterbacks come out of small colleges. Yeah. They go on to do great things. Joe Flacco came out of Delaware. Look okay. At, look at Super Bowl, Super Bowl champion. Mm-hmm. Nope. Okay. Cool. <laughs> uh, he, well, although that but, Super Bowl run was uh, uh, probably the greatest uh, run for or, or greatest three or four games in his career. Yes. Uh, but their defense put them their where defense, they were. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the same thing that you can say about golf thing. Sure. Who we got for three? But another another word on Henry. Uh, you mentioned Jerome Bettis. Uh, Jerome Bettis type of player for sure. Smash will run right through you. Yep. And uh, but number three, uh, even though I I misspelled his That's name, I got it. I knew exactly. <laughs> fucking autocorrect. Delvin Cook, if he stays healthy, which the last couple of years he's he's had some issues that have kind of derailed him, but he's he's one of the fastest backs in the league. Um, He's got the moves. He can catch the ball out of the backfield. Um, when you have a quarterback um, that has tendencies to, um, you know, get the ball out fast, uh, he's a beneficiary of that. So I, if he stays healthy, I like Dalvin Cook at three. Yeah, he uh, he kind of reminds me of the early years of AP up there. Mm. He does. Yeah, he not got, he, not as not as big, not as big, but he's still a yeah, he's still a physical running sure. back. Uh, Coming out of Florida State, you you know he had he had a knee injury his senior year, so you never knew, and he, and he's he's been nothing but successful on the field. Yeah, oh for sure. And then so at number two we have uh, Ed McCaffrey's son, uh, Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and realistically, he's a do all back. Yeah, um, catches yeah. got great hands out of the backfield. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know who's really going to flourish this year 
down there. Sammy, Sam Darnold. Sammy D, yeah. Sam Darnold is going mm-hmm. to have a good year down there because he has that option. He has sure. that. Hey, pressure comes out. Pressure gets, starts to get to you. Even though you're going to hang in the pocket a little yep. bit, you know that if you swing it out, he's McCaffrey, gonna be there. McCaffrey's going to yep. be there. He's going to catch it. And he, you know, depending on what the scheme is and play all the coverage is there, you know, he's going to, he's going to chip in the yards for you. Sure. But I mean, Christian McCaffrey is definitely, a, in my opinion, in it, your opinion, a number two. It's, it's one in one A. Um, and the only reason that I put him at number two was because he's coming off an injury. Albeit, I don't think the injury was as severe as everybody was um, talking. I think they realized that the season was done. So what's the point? Let's sit him out. Let's get him full rehab. Uh, let him get him ready for this season. So um, it wouldn't shock me if he comes out of the out of out of the gates just you know oh, like gangbusters. Well, that, so. well, that's well. Last season, that's how he came out. He mm-hmm. came out last season guns blazing. Yep. And then, you know, had the unfortunate head yeah. injury. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it's sidelined and shelved him up. But sure. He, he came out last year like, mm-hmm. you know, like a uh, cannonball a, out of a cannon. He's just a gamer. And 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 I know around here. He's, uh, and he's not a big guy. No, he's not. He's a he's a football player. Yeah. His his football IQ is is uh, unmatched. And I remember during that in local sports radio here was clamoring for him. He really wanted him. And, and, and a lot of people were giving him shit about it. But. Um, uh, I was a little pissed at him because uh, Bill and I went to uh, see Stanford and Notre Dame in, in South Bend. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he didn't he didn't dress because he was preparing for the draft. But whatever. But, you, a, but you know a, what though? You know everybody was you know clam clamoring for him and everything like that. But even though he was a stud, mm-hmm. I mean we can honestly sit here back and say yeah he, they, he's the real deal. Yep. But in college, the only thing that people tend to get shy about is it was Stanford. Yeah. And it was in the Pac-10. Yeah. And at the that, Pac, and, yeah. And that year, the Pac-10 wasn't really strong. No, they, they're, yeah, they haven't been. It was, I mean, not, not really strong, uh-huh. but that was, it's not, oh yeah. Well, that a, was a down year. Yeah. Too. He's like, yeah, he's a, he's a hell of a running back yeah. in the pack. Well, right. now everybody sees like, mm-hmm. hey, look, and just like I said, with the, uh, the quarterbacks coming from the small schools mm-hmm. and even players coming from the small schools, Hey, you know what? A football player is a football player. Sure. Like and, I'd and like to see that one guy from, um, uh, was it Buffalo University, uh, University of Buffalo? Well, that's where Khalil Mack came from. Yeah, but uh, who's the uh, the running back? That oh, they had? Reynolds. Yeah, that dude had that dude. Did he make that, the team? I don't know. I have to I have to look into yeah. it. But uh, but number one, um, who last year I did play, uh, and it's still up in the air if I'll play this year. But uh, this guy, uh, I believe he had. Seven touchdowns in one game for me um, <laughs> with his golden shoes and his golden grill and uh, flashy big nose ring. Um, out of QB1's University of Tennessee, the one, the only, Elvin Kamara. Clearly, when healthy, the best back in the league. Uh, no question. He can catch the ball. He's fast. Uh, the only thing that concerns me and um, is the new quarterback. They got a guy who can throw the ball, who can stretch the field now. <laughs> See, before he was the outlet for yes. Drew Brees. Yeah, well, Drew Brees with his um, you know, mediocre arm. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's a couple of years. But well, you know what? When you throw as many yards as many footballs that guy's thrown, I'm I'm gonna give him a break. I'm interested to Hall see Jameis Winston. Um, it looks like he might be the number one. Uh, 
I saw a little bit of Dude, uh, they start hill. I I saw a little bit of hill. Uh, he looked terrible, but he looked terrible. I, but you know, I watched uh, a couple series when uh, Winston was mm -hmm. playing, and uh, he was just throwing dimes. Yeah, just throwing dimes. Well, and he's this is his second chance. You know, all the all the the you know talk coming out of Tampa Bay with what did he have thirty four interceptions that one year? But he also threw for over 40 touchdowns yeah so yeah he was a little um uh, a little raw in that department but sean payton as his coach who is a, is an offensive minded coach uh and this is his second year i i like Jameis winston down there and and he'll play tampa two times and and you don't think for a minute he's gonna be like i got you bitch i'm gonna i want a shot at you oh yeah he's he's, he's definitely uh, he's gonna uh, when they go into Raymond James, he's going to go with a chip on his shoulder if he's the starter. Yes, but you know he he had some uh, he had some really good um, really good uh, preseason stuff mm -hmm. like that. And, yeah, you know, real quick on preseason about our uh, lovable losers, the Pontiac Pussycats. No major injuries coming out, and, of and that's preseason, and which is huge. That's so the, you can start. Yeah, you can start the season fresh. And and at the start of preseason, that was one of the you know, things we talked about. What are you looking to get out of the preseason? And that was my number one thing. No injuries. Come out of this thing uh, ready to go for week one, and it did. Yeah, QB, QB1 said that he was announced as the starter. So he will be the starter coming up <laughs> week one. Yeah, it, and well-deserving. Well-deserving. Don't even bring up the name Butch Jones on my podcast <laughs> again, QB. Well, well wasn't uh, Kamara was a, what, third, fourth-round pick in yeah. – in, um, he just he's the type of player yeah you know he's he's just like McCaffrey he's just a football player and 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 didn't have a lot of buzz coming out and and but you know what there's a lot of players that when the bright lights are on that's when they shine yeah. and and you just never know until you put them out there in that position so um but real quick you mentioned uh uh the bucks or whatever week four Tom Brady going to uh uh Foxborough Will that be the the highest rated non playoff non Super Bowl game in in NFL history? You know what it might be. Yeah, I mean it it might be, but uh, it really depends on when they're going to put it on. If it's going to if they're going to move it around to a, it'll be a flex to Monday. Yeah, it might be a flex or not a Monday is Sunday, Sunday night. Yeah. They'll put it on Sunday. So it'll night. probably be a Sunday night game. So yeah, it'll probably get a good pull. Yeah. That'll be a good Monday to not to not work. So. Moving on. Yeah, so moving on. So, I mean, I found this video. <laughs> so, I found this video. So, let's just kind of give a uh, – I'm trying to find it here, so give me a quick second. So, yeah, for those of you out in the Facebook Live, uh, back in – was it uh, – It would have been March? April. No, it was March. It, end of March. It was, end of March. Uh, it was around St. Patrick's Day, I believe. 18th or something. It was right well, after the same It was two weeks before I started where I'm at now. Well, whatever, so, whatever yeah. it was. Yeah. But uh, so you and I went down to South Carolina. Mm -hmm. Yep. And we said, you know what? We we need to like get a segment for the show, a food review. <laughs> so we took video of this place. Now this place, it was pretty damn good. Mm -hmm. And it was uh, featured on the Food Network, Diners, Drive-Ins, yep. and Dives. Guy Freddy. Yes. Freddy. So it was right on campus of USC. Which was University of South Carolina. It was. It was a week after St. Patrick's Day because it was all the all the college kids were uh, downtown was packed yeah. with 
with people. Cold as balls. I remember that. Um, and you'll, you'll probably see the uh, non sunburned. <laughs> <laughs> Who does Bishop Sycamore play this week? <laughs> uh, it's, it's got another be, online school. It's uh, <laughs> shut up, Pat. What, uh, what was that movie accepted where they had the school and the acronym for the school was shit? <laughs> South Hampton, uh, South Harmon. <laughs> institution uh of, of technology, technology. Never, yeah. never saw it. <laughs> shit they call it was the acronym of shit isn't that, isn't that funny yeah funny. so anyway so we were in we were in columbia south, we were in columbia south home Carolina. of the game cox yeah the game Cox. which the game by cox. the way is not a fan of some of the people i think barry's skin Bo, i think Bo's skin was crawling up in hey there. bo uh uh make a long story short to make if, a long story if, short. if you ain't from clemson uh i don't give a fuck about you yeah so we went to this burger place and we did a review we learned a couple things that we need to do for the next food mm -hmm. review that we do is we uh, need to turn the camera yes. sideways the other way so, it's so we apologize screen. for the pillar pillar bars that you're about to see yeah you're gonna see it but however so, this is without the, further ado this is the first uh review of a burger six months later God, I feel terrible. It was, I'm going to tell you right now, it was formatting issue because I had just got the MacBook yes. and I had our time formatting it. So well, without further ado, here it is. Better late than never. Exactly. Hit it. We're here at Polly's front porch and Mrs. This Jasper. The, this is called the Isles of Palm. And what's in it? It has pimento cheese, red onion, tomato, jalapeno bacon, tomato, lettuce, and a brioche bun. Brioche. All right. So this so this place was uh, on Diners, Drivers, and Dives, and we wanted to check it out. This is the second time I've been here. So uh, one bite, everybody knows the rule. Oh, boy. <laughs> you see my gut. You know it's not the first time I've been here. Flavor tag. That was a big bite. Got it on the beer. That's pretty goddamn good burger. Pretty good burger. Cheese is really good. Flavor town. Burgers cooked perfectly good. Absolutely. That was a George George Jackson fireball. That was that was pitbull fireball. I would have to say. Seven three. Seven three. Seven three. If I had a stamp, we'd put it right here. Seven three. Seven three. All right. And I've got the Sullivan burger with a real pineapple, some jalapeno mayonnaise. Would normally be NFTS, but I figured I'd try something different. When in Rome. So let's take a bite. One bite, everyone. One bite, everyone. Look at money shot up to your nose. Oh, look at his nose. It's all up in your nose. What you been doing, I'm a trooper. I'm a trooper. Is everything good, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'll grab that. I'll grab that. Flavor in the burger. The Pineapple is good. good. It's a pineapple cut. Pineapple cut. Well, it's not too hot. So it is. So it is. So I would give it up. I would give it up. I'll give it a seven. Give it a seven. Okay. Seven five. Yep. Six seven five. Six seven five. So there was the first, the first annual, the first ever, the first inclination of the easy speak. 
food review. You know, and here's my thing is I would have done a food review this past weekend if somebody didn't well bitch out on me. Well, it's okay. We're no. coming, we're coming to the end of the season. Uh, and uh, uh the boat will be uh put in storage here soon. And uh it was probably the last really good weekend. It couldn't pass it up. You and uh, Ryan went and uh, how was how was the burger? We didn't really even talk about it. Oh my god! Did you, did you have the Blaine? Uh, I did have the Blaine follow the Blaine had too much followed. stuff on it that I what? Yeah, like the avocado jam or some crap. No, thing. no, I no. I, so I, this out. is what it had on. It had a avocado tomato. Yeah, I'm out. It had lettuce. It had monster cheese. Burger, Munster cheese, mm. burger, and on the bottom, a bacon jalapeno peach jam on the Ooh. bottom. Yeah. It was leave the avocado and the tomato off. I might no. I might have it. No, See, yeah, I, no, that's, no. That's, that's that's NFTS. I'm not when in Rome, right? Yeah, well when in when in Rome. Well, what when in when uh, in Rome when in Sylvan Lake. <laughs> when in Rome. Right. As you said, when in Rome. Yes, yeah, 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 for sure. So uh what, what, what? Really? Ooh, yes, we got a we got a double double what 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 this week. Um, but the first one, back when we were a kid. Um, did you ever have anything like a keepsake that you just never wanted to get rid of? You were just, no matter what, no matter your mom's like, get rid of that thing is disgusting. What I don't know, was it a baseball card? Was it you know a shirt or, or your lucky underwear or your um your crusty socks. I don't know, whatever the case may be. Um, for me, it was a Matt Noakes Jersey that my sister Colleen got me when, uh, I was recovering in the hospital when I was a kid. Matt Noakes, uh, uh, was my favorite tiger at the time, 87 rookie. Uh, um, now, uh, Eric Haas is, uh, on pay to become the second tiger rookie catcher to hit as many runs. But anyways, uh, that was my, uh, uh, thing. I just never, and actually I still had it up until a few years ago. I don't know really what happened to it, but, um, Rich, did you have any, anything growing up that, you know, your mom or dad was like, it's time. Uh, see now, you know, uh, not really. I mean, there's, I mean, I was a somebody, if I just got tired of it, I just got rid of it. Yeah. I, like I, I yeah, I was like, of, I didn't care. I was like, a bit of a pack rat as a kid. Well, you know what? The, here's my thing is my parents got to a certain point to where they just quit buying me stuff <laughs> yeah. because, uh, I, you couldn't buy me anything electronics cause I take it apart. <laughs> like I would like, it was like the toolbox had to be locked up or I would take stuff. Like my parents would be like, Hey, we, for Christmas, we got you this remote control car mm. two weeks later it's in a thousand pieces because i took it all apart <laughs> and i couldn't put it back together uh. so it just laid like a pile on the on the ground so no i really i mean really i mean i really never had i was never really attached to you know too many things hmm. you know growing up well here's a story of a in illinois man who when he was 14 he was uh uh in the cub scouts and he was serving as an honor guard for a Richard Nixon oh. at, a, at a diner. Oh, uh, Dick. No, yeah, Slippery Dick or Tricky Dick. Tricky Dick. I'm not a crook. I'm not a crook. Uh, he rolled through in his campaign in Illinois, and um, he had a half-eaten sandwich. 
And uh, what? The Nixon uh, decided he was going to eat half the sandwich. And um, well, let's just say. Uh, <laughs> wrong one. What's up with that? Wrong, wrong one, man. <laughs> Wrong one. Oh. Fixies and sandwiches. Yep. Oh, well, so sandwiches. this 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 diner fixed up a uh, tricky dick with a sandwich. He ate half of it. Uh so the boy, fourteen at the time, saw an opportunity, snatched it up, took it home, and his mother said, "Should probably put that in a bag, put it in the freezer." That was in nineteen sixty. Ladies and gentlemen, 1960. 1960. Don't tell me they still have it. It's still wrapped up in his freezer today. Are you fucking serious? That would uh, classify as a, what's up with that? No, but that's, dude, I can't even, (laughs) I can't, I, so it went, I can't even comprehend that. It, so think about it. It went from obviously he was a kid, so he took it from that freezer. He moved out. He took it with him, and then how many places has he lived throughout his life? And it went from each freezer to each freezer. And uh, he he might have bigger issues than a half and eat sandwich, but uh, that is the first of two. What what what? That's crazy. Yes. Off to our second what, what, what. And this kind of broke news uh, toward the end of last week. Uh, this is a, a money gram of the nth proportion. It's the the guy who was on the original album cover of Nirvana Nevermind. No, so, yeah, go ahead. And then I'm going to make a comment. He is suing the band for child pornography. But here's the big caveat. He embraced it his whole life. So throughout the years, he recreated that album cover as he got older. And there were several pictures on the Internet of him, you know, as 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 a teenager, as an adult doing like every 10 years. Yeah, like recreating this thing. And you know what's really messed up about this? This is what's really messed up about it. You know what he's suing him for? He wants $150,000 from each band member. <laughs> Well, he's not really? going to get one. He's not going to get him from one. Well, really? Ugh. So you mean to tell me you're going to settle for like three hundred thousand dollars? Well, it it he's one hundred and fifty per. Yeah, yeah. So you're going to yeah four fifty. Yeah, because you got um, there's only a three. They're only a three piece. Dave Grohl, um, and who nobody remembers the uh, everybody the, the, the bass player's name. Well, I he's only known for throwing the guitar. In the air at uh, MTV and Music hitting, or, and Awards hitting. and hits him in the head and he like cussed him on stage. Yep. But uh, but here's my thing. Like clearly the parents had to have signed off on this, like, allowing Nirvana. Yeah. To, or But here's the but, problem. You know, that's the this thing isn't is, a Nirvana thing. This is a record label thing. You, you can't sue the band. The record label put that out. So you got to sue their record la- or whoever was producing them at the time. It's. It was 30 years ago. Uh, yeah. It was 30 years ago, mm-hmm. and the guy's crying about his baby penis. He never he never had a problem with it. Yeah, he had, yeah, he recreated it. He recreated it almost every decade. Yeah. And now yeah. he's like, I, I want you. He's like, pay me. Do you think uh, a band could get away with an album cover like that today? 
Oh, absolutely not. No. You know, well, um, uh, I don't know if it was Eric Clapton or if it was traffic, they had a, they had a, uh, they had a girl on there with no top on it, You know, it was like a, almost like a drawing kind of, mm-hmm. of that. And, um, it, people were outraged. Well, obviously it was like in the late sixties outrage. Yeah. It wasn't the fact that she didn't have a top on. I was showing her, her breasts is that it was a 14 year old girl. Oh, geez. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, that yeah that would uh that would be a problem so that's no where people had a problem that. and guess who's got that album uh i'm gonna say you do i do <laughs> that'd be correct yeah you, you mentioned traffic and i just think of what you know people deal with on 696 every day i i, I never heard of you next and i have that album <laughs> of course you do, do. of course you do but you were good oh yeah you already made the comment so what? but anyways comment make no you say you know you're gonna make but it was about what are you suing so yeah, yeah but i mean for 150 150 thousand dollars for each person that dude that is just people that is, <laughs> exactly people are just i mean and and it's only getting worse worse and worse by the day cool well that pretty much wraps yes. it up for tonight uh one of the things i do want to say is uh i mean i've had a hectic week this week and uh you know i'm, I'm glad yeah. that you've been around to help me out uh facilitate some uh some canine care mm-hmm. with the uh, dogs and stuff like that. And, uh, um, we're kind of over the, over the hump yep. and, uh, hopefully, um, it's, uh, smooth sailing from here mm-hmm. on out. Yes. So, um, just to let people know it, girlfriend had to have an emergency operation on Monday. Mm-hmm. And so she's been in the hospital for, I'm not going to divulge information like right. that, but she had, she had surgery yeah. on, um, on Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, I went and saw her, yesterday and she's in good spirits and everything like that uh by the time she got out of surgery and everything like that she was just out of it yeah you know so but she's doing better that's good and And we miss you we we're thinking about you and we can't wait to see you and yeah you know we'll keep getting better every day and uh we look forward to when you can come join us again for sure. So anyway, on that note, everybody have a safe Labor Day. Um, I ship out tomorrow to Oklahoma, and uh, I'm sure I'll have some scathing reviews of, of Oklahoma. Uh, be safe. You know what I want? Before we end this, you know what I want? I want video of people watching. Oh, Please. oh. We, uh, so I want, I want video. One of the top things to do where we're going uh, is a place called Hooker's bar and grill nice and you'll be sure there will be a video next week lots of good people watching i'm ready i'm ready for it yeah oh trust me i might even go live on the facebook page uh with some of the uh uh, shenanigans that'll take place but on that note be safe don't drink too much shit yeah see you next week peace out Thank you for listening to another episode of Easy Speak at SpeakEasy 330. You can catch us every week at iLogicMedia.com, Apple, and Spotify. Be sure to check us out on Twitter and Instagram at EasySpeakCast for the latest and up-to-date news. Cheers.